are back, series two of the Sedgemoor Trade Talk. Surprisingly, we've had a request for this. Yep, over the next six weeks, we'll cover the trade across the Sedgemoor sections, interview guests on topical subjects, and of course, we will have the farming quiz. This series, not only will we have people against the clock, we'll have people taking each other on head to head. Yes, starting with today, we have Tom Miller and Derek Biss going against each other. And then they'll talk to us about Wolf Cross as well. To the trade, a busy day with almost 2,000 cattle and over 4,000 sheep. 59 dairy to £2,300 for a pedigree heifer from Rob Taylor. 928 stores to 1800 for a South Devon steer from R.D. Middleton and Son. And a blue steer at the same money for R. Puddy and Son. A very busy day on the Sturks with over 500 forward to £1,310 for a limb steer for S&P Boyer. And in fact, Rob Baker did say to me that is now a record in the Sturk <coughs> section, 1310 450 calves to £450 for R.G. and G. J. Tucker for two rear blonde bulls. Over 4,000 sheep to £208 for a killing ewe from Ian Andrews, goats to £160 and store lambs to 138 And now for our first topic, we thought we'd bring into our auctioneers to talk about the upcoming sale, Wolford Cross. Which one do you want to introduce, James? Um, I can introduce Derek if you want. Goes He's probably more interesting of the two. How dare you? <laughs> Senior dairy auctioneer, Derek Biss. Is that good enough? It depends whether it means age, senior being age, or whether it's just the fact I've been here the longest. It's the same thing. Not really, but I, I can take that on board. Okay. But both are factually correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So that means I've got to introduce Mella. Junior. Junior auctioneer, number two on the sheep section, and uh, one of our machinery auctioneers, Tom Mella. That was fully loaded. So there we have it, we've introduced them. So what can we expect, guys, for this year's Wolford Cross, which takes place in just a couple of weeks' time? It's hard to say in terms of what the entry will be. We've had a pleasing entry so far in terms of what's been pre-booked. I think we've got probably 15 tractors pre-booked, which is not a lot compared to what we'll actually get. We're hoping for 70 or 80 like we had last year. It's hard to say what we're going to get. Everybody's still saying there's a shortage, as they did last year, but the field was full, so... Um, it all came good. And the machinery lines, what are your expectations for them? Very similar, to be honest. They, again, a shortage. The good equipment is still floating around, it's still there, but equally, we just need to make sure that we fill the lines up. Usually, we get 500 to 800 lots of machinery. We're hopeful that we'll get that and some again. Have we got a bit of an indication of what we think trade might do? I would say it's going to be stand on trade, it's going to be exceptionally strong. No reason to think otherwise. If anything, the really good grassland equipment, that has been a feature of Wolford Cross. We've always had numerous rakes, tethers, sizing equipment, that sort of thing. That is in short supply. So actually, I think we'll get plenty at Wolford and it will sell, hopefully, like hotcakes. Brilliant. So Derek, were you at the first Wolford Cross? How many years ago? 68. Not quite. Uh, 1984, so I've worked that out to be about 38 Wolford Crosses. So what makes Wolford so special? Oh, it's a one-off. When I joined the firm back in 84, or 83, I joined the firm, first sale was in 84, we'd have 2,000 people there for the event. It was an event. There was a lot of farmers in those days, mind you, especially off the Black Downs. It was the main sale, which is probably is still the main one-day sale in the southwest. It was never done as a profit venture. It was done as a PR <coughs> exercise by the old firm of Green Slates. Over the years, it's become, I suppose, more professional, more commercial, and it's a profit-making business, but it's got to be a slick operation with all the rules and regulations we've got now. But it's a fantastic day out. There aren't too many farmers that have been around in the area for 25 years that won't be there. 
At the top of the field, we always have the smaller items, hand tools, miscellaneous items. What sort of numbers are we expecting up there? It's a lucky dip, really. We never have any indication. The only indication of how many we're going to get is what we've had previously, and we would generally get anywhere from two to two and a half thousand lots of smalls in the non-VAT and VAT lines. So, yeah, why not? We'll have something similar. How many boats do you anticipate this year? We usually have a handful. And caravans? A sprinkling of boats and caravans. Yep. We'll get one or two of each at least. We probably need both unless the weather changes. Thank goodness we put it back to April, so it used to be around about the middle end of March. And if we'd had it over the last couple of weeks, you'd certainly have a few boats needed. Well, we probably ended up postponing it, wouldn't we? Whereas actually now, oh, well, on the 13th good. of April, We've got a dry or dry-ish 10 days. Yeah. We've seen terrible weather the last week or two, but luckily it looks like it's going to fall right. And with things moving on from the decades ago that you started, Derek, to nowadays where we're doing things in a bit more modern, a bit more of a professional way, online bidding, is that going to be featuring at Walford? It's certainly feature on the machinery side. It's a must with national buyers. You know, we have built on the machinery side, machinery and vehicle side over the years. Whereas when Wolf Cross started many, many years ago, it was really geared to a lot of general stuff, which we still encourage, but it's now become quite a machinery event. You know, export where it is, anybody got any machinery back home listening to this, bring it on. I'd echo that, to be honest. We're working with a 25-acre site. It's a big field. We fill it each and every year. We use every square inch of it. So we thoroughly expect and want to do that again on the 13th of April. Yeah, so well, the going's good. Uh, it is a proper day out, so refreshments will be available, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. What are we offering this year? Very similar to previous years. So we've got catering vans, numerous catering vans. Hopefully we've been speaking to the venison, uh, vendor as we always do. And the ice cream van, sun will be shining, so I sincerely hope that... Um, it's we'll his first day out. out. Generally is. David there with his little vans, with his ice creams. I think it might be a first as well, just really stating what sort of event it is to have Mole Valley in attendance this year. One of their reps or representatives gave me a quick call, wanted to come, wanted to bring a trailer, obviously we were all welcoming. And yeah, that, it's nice to see a big brand firm, West Country firm, joining us. I think we've just about covered Walford Dale. It's happening on the 13th of April. And for people looking to bid online, when can they see items for sale? It'll be uploaded. We, we, we've already got the prelim, the pre-entered stock, where we've already got a few photos. So we've got a few photos online. But in terms of on Marti, it's going to be uploaded as and when it comes into the field. So on the machinery and tractors vehicles, that is. So in that section, we will be uploading it real time. As soon as it comes in the yard, we'll be uh, uploading the lots. We'd better hurry up into the quiz, because uh, as you can probably see, Derek is is just watching his cows carving. Wow. Yeah. yeah, just checking them. How's the princess doing? Princess yeah. is doing fine. She's behaving herself until I get home. Right, for this season, we're changing the formats, or for this episode only, I believe, to a head-to-head instead of uh, against-the-clock quiz. The pop questions. What, is in popular culture or just pop music? Pop music. What do you know about Taylor Swift and stuff? I've never seen it before in my life. He does like Ed Sheeran. Do you? No. Who said you? So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you five questions. What we want you to do is say your name, and the first person to say their name will ask them for their answer. What proposal did the Royal Highland Show reject this week from the animal rights group Peter? Pass. Two times. To have a vegan class. Oh, it's close. Because if we're not against the clock, so we can give you answers. Um, going vegan for the entire show was their request. Oh. Which I would, I would say is a bit like Sedgemore trying to go vegan. It's... My, my answer was more likely. 
I'd give you a hand, boys, for that. Thank you. Uh, question number two. Which planning right has reached its 10-year anniversary in the past week? Tom. Last Correct. Oh, yeah, it's 10 years, so buildings that were erected since it came in can now start to be looked at. What agricultural grant scheme closes to applications on the 4th of April? Derek. Stewardship? No. Tom. Yeah? The slurry infrastructure scheme or grant? No. Oh. The farming equipment and technology festival. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. No points there? Question number four. Which DEFRA minister has insisted there is no need for a review of food security in the UK? Gove. Sorry, Derek. Gove. <laughs> you can't just say, you can't just say Michael Gove. That's your own name now. Right. Well, that's incorrect anyway. Uh, no. I should know this, Tom. George Eustace? No. No, no he was the last one. Yeah, I know. Therese Coffey. That's the one. Ah, oh, Therese. Yeah. Yeah, she said that there's no need to review our security. I get emails from her all the time as well. Sorry? The generic emails. Oh, no, the not. The bottom, oh, not. Right honourable. Yeah, that, Tom, you can't count that as an email from her. I, I thought she was writing to me. <laughs> very, very agricultural um, questions. Yeah, well, would you rather it be popped? <laughs> <laughs> if it was Taylor Swift, she'd be worried. I'll just look you up. Google I'll Google it. Andy can read the last question while we look up. We should just ask him what the number one is. That's what I'm the last question. Who is now open to unlimited fines for polluting watercourses? Everybody? No. I was going to say chicken farmers. What have you got against chicken farmers? <laughs> Nothing. What have they keep polluting the, the Y up in, um, on the Welsh English borders? So. Where does this come from? I don't know. Just to make it up as I go. I'm getting tired, really. <laughs> Yeah, bang on the head. No, 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 no. I've had a bang on the head and I was carving all last night. Tired. What princess? I thought she was going to be. No, no, no. The other two. Another. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's the, uh, it's the water company. That's the one. Yeah. They could be fined up to a quarter of a million and now they can be fined an unlimited amount. Well, they just discharge a huge amount. You know that. I do, don't you? Yeah. You had to say that afterwards. That's not how this works. I get nothing out of time last time. I You're not even close. I don't think you've got anything right. No, we're going to give you an opportunity though because oh, we're, yeah. we're just finding a hot question. Yeah, if I've been keen. Annoyingly, he's only 25, I'm going to get something I don't know. That man is not 25. <laughs> you know? I'll tell you what, name just any song in the top 10 of them. Wouldn't you have a clue? <laughs> no. Not unless it's reruns. That doesn't work. I didn't even know there was a top 10. What do you call it? 25? Well, I said top 10, but top yeah. 10. So there we have it, Tom wins our first head-to-head against Derek Biss. We'll just go around the table again and just say what we're up to this week. Thomas? Got plenty of BPS appointments in the diary. It's just that time of year when we're meeting up with farmers, talking about BPS, their cropping, their other countryside stewardship options, SFI, and just anything else that's out there. There's lots of, um, lots of farmers looking to maintain their incomes from subsidies, so we are getting asked that question a lot. So this year, those meetings are taking a little bit longer, just going through and and letting them have a bit more info, really. So we've got that. Also, a bit of a different one, we have got a large antique sale on the Thursday. So I'll be in our antique sale room in Taunton, helping along with that. Yeah, interesting one, really. Monday, I should be calving cows and doing a bit of farming. Tuesday, I intend to do a little bit of work. I'm going to go to the grass sale on Tuesday. And then I've got Lord's Taverners in the afternoon, which is a big charity event I'm involved in in Taunton. Wednesday will be interesting, off down to Livington looking at cattle, hopefully to sell a bunch of heifers. Thursday, might do what I will be joining Tom, selling the jewellery down at the Antique Sale, which is a bit of a highlight for me. And then probably heading to Cornwall, hopefully to see another herd of cows. And I can't really think what I'm doing on Friday. 
Of course, Easter Friday, yeah, back on the farm. But hopefully back here next Saturday when we'll have a normal market. Probably a big market. Yeah, very similar to Tom, really. That time of year, BPS, CSS, and all those yeah. grants and subsidy sides. And we've got several planning applications we're working through. So, uh, yeah, the usual sort of stuff, really. And yourself? Yeah, well, a, a lot of what's been said, really. I'm up here on Tuesday for the uh, the grass auction. We're holding that at 12 o'clock, also on our side. And then we are sort of getting ready for Wolf Across the following week. I think that just about covers us for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week where we're talking all things dairy uh, when we've got Dan Heal from Old Mill in to talk about the current milk price. Obviously very topical with uh, Arla dropping it 5.3 pence. Uh, did it affect your trade today, Derek? It was supposed to affect our trade, but if anything, I think the middle and lower end was stronger. We lacked real quality, but 2003 is fine for a heifer. So I have to say, it really didn't affect our trade. It'll be interesting, talking to Dan next week, trying to hear about where the milk price may be going and how it is going to affect us going forward. And also we've got Robert Stone in taking on the farming quiz. Back to the normal against the clock farming quiz. <laughs>